welcome to All Access with State Theater New Jersey. I'm your host, Kelly Blythe, and this is the show that takes you behind the scenes and behind the curtain of the legendary State Theater in downtown New Brunswick. Now, we are always looking forward to the spring because it's concert season and Golden Oldie Spectacular returns. Saturday, March 21st, our co-presented presentation with Will Jam Productions and we are so very excited. This year's lineup is spectacular and with us today is one of the featured performers for Golden Oldie Spectacular, Lou Christie. Welcome, Lou. Well, thank you, Kelly. <laughs> thank you. It's nice to be back again. Yes. Yeah, so, Lou, this is great. I mean, you've been to the State Theater a couple of times and it's always a treat and the audiences just eat it up. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. It's nice to be it's nice to be known at uh, at this point in your life. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us Lou about you and your and your travel schedule. You I mean you seem to always be on the go and there's always something new for you. What are, what are you up to these days besides Golden Only Spectacular? Well, I I'm you know like this weekend I'm in Florida. I'm going to Fort Pierce down there. I have a concert down there. It's a big rock and roll show. So uh I'm heading out uh Friday and the shows the uh Saturday, and we'll be back on Sunday, so it's in and out. And then, of course, I do. Uh, I have a, a, a podcast. Uh, it's called Lou Christie Says. It should have been a hit. And uh, and then there's uh, and also I have another dot uh, com, which is called It Should Have Been a Hit dot com. And it's a show that I do. I, I I put on records that I believe, and they've haunted me for years, or they should have been hits. And I thought they should have been hits. And I, I play them, and I talk about the uh, the artists that I'm going to play. Like, uh, you know, they're friends of mine, so I'll play a Leslie. Right now, there's a Leslie Gore record up there, and uh, it's a record that didn't make it for Leslie, but uh, I thought it was one of her best records. It's, it's called... Uh, Treat me like a lady, and I talk about Leslie uh, because we, I miss her an awful lot, and we we did a lot of things together, and I and I just go and then every Sunday I change uh, the record, and then uh, uh, every other Sunday then I do a replay because I have said there's 75 records on the on the website now, and it's really turning into uh, thousands of people are getting onto it. They really they really enjoy it, you know. So I have to do that and keep that going because. Uh, you know, uh, you, I mean, I have a lot of music in my head since I was a little kid. Uh, so I, I go back all the way into the 50s and pick up songs from 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, whatever. Uh, and uh, that's what I'm doing. That takes a lot of my time up. And I'm I'm working on a couple other things. And probably the, the more I talk about those, uh, the less happens. So I won't talk about the ones that are, <laughs> you know, that I that are real real sort of secret now, you know. Well, you know, people love podcasts, and they love those behind-the-scenes kind of look at, at things, and you bring, you know, talking, like you're saying, talk about Leslie Gore and other performers that you've, you know, worked with through the years. I think uh, I think that's definitely yes, interesting that's what stuff. people really like, and they keep telling me, you know, say more, tell me more about this and more about that, because I used to, when I first started it, I would sort of, like, just play the record and said this is done by blah, 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 and say a few lines, but now I'm sort of adding more and more things, you know, and I'm adding a tribute. I just did a tribute to Billy J. Kramer, who's a friend of mine. And, of course, you know, he came over with the Beatles uh, from London, England. He lives in America now, and Billy's has a new album out and a new book. And so I get to, talk, you know, I talk about him. And uh, so it's it's nice. You know, I, I can, you know, give a tribute sometimes to just people that I really enjoyed that, you know, you haven't heard from for a while, like a Chris Montez or, you know, Brian Hyland and, and all of the people you 
you know, that our generation or my generation, uh, you know, were in the top ten with, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, no, it's great stuff. Uh, so tell us about this lineup and, and your history with everyone. B.J. Thomas, Dan Stefano, 1910 Fruit Gum Company. Have you worked with all these guys before? Every one of them. <laughs> Every one of them. Of course, Jay, Jay and the Americans I've known since 1962 or something. Uh, B.J. Thomas is a very good friend. We, we've done many, many uh, gigs together or shows together. And, of course, Dennis Stefano. Uh, he's just wonderful. Uh, another Italian boy from Chicago out around <laughs> there. And, of course, 1910 Fruit Gum Company. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, it's wonderful. I, it's, uh, these shows are like, I don't know, they're like class reunions for me, you know. Uh, and I've been, uh, uh, you know, get to see these people every couple weeks or every month or maybe if I don't see them, that's every six months or you know, and there's always someone new still on the scene, you know, that that comes up uh, that I haven't seen for a while, like Freddie Cannon. Uh, I haven't seen Freddie for a while, and I'll be doing a show with him. And then I get to see Mary Wilson periodically from the Supremes and, you know, just all the people that I traveled around the country with for many years. Nice. So you have any uh, you have any dirt on these guys? Any uh, any uh, <laughs> any of the B.J. Thomas or uh, Dennis? Anything you want to share that uh, funny dirt? story or run-ins? How dare you? <laughs> uh, no, they're all just really, they're really nice people. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So I, I, we won't get into any kind of dirt. You sound like a Dick Clark. You want to know? <laughs> oh, I'm just yeah, I'm just teasing. Uh, so so I you... know you are, Jelly. <laughs> So lightning strikes, uh, man. This hit has—I mean, this has been. This is your big hit, man. And it, it's just that you know, every time you come around, people can't wait for you to play that song. <laughs> well, it is just—I mean, it really has been something. This this record was just uh, just about number one in every country, and it goes on and on and on. And it's just—it's uh, going to be used in something in Italy right now. A new series on television and um uh, but it, it was one of those magic moments and you know the interesting thing about it is that the record became number one on my birthday wow. and i wrote it and i sang it and i you know and i mean how much more could you do i wrote it sang it, and that produced it and it, and it became number one on my birthday february 19th it went to number one wow that's quite a birthday treat <laughs> Not many people can say their uh, their song went number one on their birthday. <laughs> no, I I don't. I've never heard of it. You know, it was just, but it did did, nice. and it'll be coming up February nineteenth. Nice. So, Lou, as you as you go on these tours and, and Golden Oldie Spectacular and other tours, do you find that uh, there are new generations coming with with fans? Like you have your you know you have your fans that have been coming for years and coming to see you. Do you find that they're bringing their kids and their grandkids and they're really making a generational thing? Mm-hmm. Very much, very much so, uh, because I think you know part of the generation out there I, they don't even know that other human beings exist while they're on their phones, and you know, and hanging out in their rooms, doing whatever they're doing in there. But a, a lot of people uh, want to know what you know what it was like to be in the Andy Warhol crowd, or uh, or, or how, how, what was you know what was the supreme. And, and the Beatles and the Stones and all the people that really had, you know, great records. And, you know, our generation did that. You know, we saw the beginning of rock and roll 
uh, and and I know, uh, and everyone sort of the, the the lot of the young young generation, just like you know, they say, vinyls coming back. Well, it's sort of a novelty, uh, a very niche sort of thing. But uh, so many uh, people uh, I, I find that are I, from other countries, especially in other you know uh, from Germany and Japan and England, they're so fascinated by uh, by the people that. Are, are my friends and people that you know made records with me because they they don't get to see that they, they, you know radio is not like it used to be they don't you know they don't have top 40 and top 10 records or number one records uh, you know it's just a different world out there everyone's so technically connected to their you know the the, the iPad and the iPhone and you know but but many people are finding out what's going on on YouTube and they think oh my gosh these people are going to have a show, and they all, and I'll come. We really do good business. It's amazing that we, we can still do that. You know, and I think it was that generation that we were born in. I thought we had the, just a wonderful generation. I mean, like I said, we started rock and roll. You know, we saw the beginning of it, and, you know, I think we probably saw the end of it, too. <laughs> oh, no, stop it, stop it, stop it. I mean, uh, you brought up something. You said, I, I want to know how it was like to be in the Andy Warhol crowd. <laughs> So. <laughs> oh, oh, well, of course, that's what I mean. People are fascinated by And they were all friends of mine. Andy was a friend of mine, and one of my closest friends is one of the girls that she's still around and looks beautiful today as ever. And she was in his movies, you know, Flesh and Trash and Bad and all these wonderful things. But it was a, it was a time period that was so, so different. You know, the world was... Uh, uh, just, uh, I guess, opening up, and light, life was just a different situation. You know, we went through the drug situation, and the Beatles came, and the long hair, and the, you know, and then we, then uh, with the hippie generation, then the everyone was taken to the streets because of the Vietnam War. So we had a very, very colorful uh circus to live in uh, as teenagers, you know. Yes, yes, and and we are reliving it in Golden Oldie Spectacular on Saturday, March 21st. It is going to be a, a fantastic evening of music featuring Jane the Americans, B.J. Thomas, of course, the one and only Lou Christie, Dennis Stefano, and 1910 Fruit Gun Fruit Gum Company. Uh, That's Lou, a hard one to say. It is. I, I, yeah, I got a <laughs> Fruit Gum Company. Nineteen ten Fruit Gum Company. Nice. <laughs> I can say with a southern accent. So uh, better. Yeah. So, uh, so these tickets are going fast. Make sure you get them at stnj.org. So, Lou, any uh, anybody who's on the fence, who's thinking about seeing this show, watch they come see Golden Oldie Spectacular. Why? <laughs> come on. It's, uh, you know, Jay and the Americans, uh, you know, they're doing better than ever, and so is BJ. Uh, raindrops keep falling on my head. I mean, and Dennis Stefano, he's just the nicest guy. We, I mean, everyone is a good entertainer, so enjoy it. You know, it's just a great time. You won't have to worry about any politics or anything like that. I love it. I love it, Lou. Thank you so much for being on All Access again, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on Saturday, March 21st. Well, thank you, Kelly. Uh, I'm looking forward to being there, too.